Welcome to That's the Word, Wholesome Tales for the Whole Family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, A Vote of Confidence. The aide bursts through the door. Governor, there's going to be a riot at the polls. No sooner had the aide finished speaking than the governor rushed through the door, heading into the streets of the city. He had dreaded this election. The relationship between the two parties in the city was tense. The challenging party was projected to win the election, which did not sit well with the incumbent party. An election day riot in a capital city is never a good thing, especially when that capital city is also the capital city of the country. The governor was responsible for keeping the peace, and he was committed to his goal. As he neared the polling center, he heard the shouts of the mobs getting louder and louder. On one side was the incumbent party, on the other side, the challenging party. The din was already approaching a roar. Soon stones and other projectiles could start flying between them. The governor quickly ascended the steps of the polling center. Settle down, he cried out to the crowd. Let the process work. Last time a candidate from one party won. This time the same party may win or the other one might. You will get your vote and the matter will be settled. A stillness rippled out from the governor across the throng. Men and women saw him standing on the steps and fell silent. They knew him to be a good man and they trusted him. The governor smiled and relaxed. Thank God, he thought, the threat is over. Then from the crowd, a small voice cried out, Elect the governor! Other voices took up the cry, and within moments, the whole space echoed with the chant, Elect the governor! The governor's face fell. No, no, he tried to shout over the din, I am not up for election today. I am not one of the candidates. Elect one of them to this office. The crowd did not care to hear him. Elect the governor. Elect the governor. I am a lawyer and a politician, the governor protested. I do not have the training for this office. I am not even eligible for this office. Elect one of the candidates. Elect the governor. The crowd chanted as it surged forward up the steps. The governor turned on his heels and fled down the steps, through the streets, finally taking refuge in a friend's house. Outside, the streets were swarming with people, searching for the governor whom they had just elected to a new office. The city was in such an uproar that the country's head of state weighed in on the issue. When the governor heard the proclamation, he was stunned. Rather than provide him a way out, the head of state had instead formally endorsed him for the new office. At that, the governor knew the gig was up. He surrendered himself to the people, and they celebrated his election. Now, it was true that the governor was not eligible for the office to which he had just been elected. The remedy, however, was simple enough. Within the course of the week, the governor was baptized, confirmed, ordained a priest, and consecrated a bishop.
It was also true that the governor did not have the training for the office which he now held, but he remedied that himself, applying himself to prayer and study, and becoming the greatest man in history to hold that office. In the course of his term, he would preach and teach against the incessant heresies of the day, preferring to debate ideas, but ever ready to battle against threats to the church, even the country's head of state, the Roman emperors themselves. Such is the legacy of a governor who, while trying to stop a riot between the Arians and the true Christians, was himself elected to the office of Bishop of Milan, a governor named Ambrose. And for this week, that's the word. If you cannot hear John Peter, just raise your hand. <laughs> so the Arians, of course, are the people who profess uh, that Jesus was not God. He is just a, uh, is a creation of God. He's maybe the first creature of God, but he's not himself God. That's, of course, a heresy, because that would mean that God did not die on the cross for our sins. Uh, that would be a major issue for Christianity. Mm -hmm. And it was a major issue. And when we use the term true Christians in this story, just because we, I didn't want to have to explain what the Nicaeans were, which are those who followed the Council of Nicaea, which mm -hmm. is the first ecumenical council. And therefore, what the church's teaching is, has been for the last 2,000 years, is uh, part of that. Part of that teaching.